0: The 19th Hole Podcast presented by Golf Talk Live and brought to you by Perfect Practice Putting Mat, Yips, and Survivor Golf Tee. How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very
1: special honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening.
2: Well, we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai. And you're listening to golf talk live
0: let the word go out from here across the land let daddy noonan uh, approve if you went to bed early or you got up this morning i guarantee your twitter feed is blowing up if you're a fan of golf because the fireworks are about to begin i'm alan depew you found golf talk live i'm joined as always by our illustrious panel of experts Joining us once again from a two-week hiatus, Brendan Elliott, PGA golf Hello, instructor and golf instructor extraordinaire, Bobby Baldassari. He is usually out picking the range, but we have him joining us once again today. And Andy Hydorn, Andy's Mister Consistency. He's here every week, shows up right down the middle, two putt bars.
2: <laughs> Which like we'll have
0: to ask him about that. He's as he prepares for the club championship, guys, we got welcome, welcome, welcome. We got a lot to talk about today. I'm obviously referring to the latest memo <laughs> just literally released. We're recording Tuesday evening, just released by the PGA Tour denying players the right to play in the Saudi golf league. We'll get into that in a minute. We're also going to talk about Max Homa, we're also going to talk about US Open <laughs> qualifying. But I want to talk about something near and dear to my heart, me. Mm. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> I just got back. If you've been following our social, I played in the, so the went down to the media day for the ShopRite LPGA Classic. As we talked about numerous times here on the show, huge supporters of the LPGA, great time, great golf course, hashtag a short tradition, uh, <clears throat> kicks off in 26 days and A.D. got the ball airborne. Oh, boy. Well yeah. Well done. Yeah. Not bad, right?
3: Round number two of the year?
0: It was round number two. <laughs> round number two and both times under 80. Just say, Well, it was a oh scramble. Boy. Okay, look, it was a scramble, but I hit a lot of shots. We'll just you, say it that and
3: way. your scramble team broke 80? Is that what you're saying? <laughs>
0: we, we, we shot minus two. There
3: you go. <laughs> The video video that
0: you see I just posted on social, folks, is on the the second hole and goes out onto a point out in the middle of the bay right over – you can see Atlantic City in the background. It was 50 degrees. The wind's blowing 25 miles an hour, gusting at like 40. And this hole's like 390, and I had to hit driver three wood into this gale.
3: (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) And he made the putt. And I did make the putt, Bobby, because – yeah. You know why? Because the perfect practice putting Mac, the official <laughs> putting aid of Golf Talk Live. Absolutely. Yep. Do you guys yep. like hard golf?
4: I know it's going to take you off your notes, but do you like hard golf? Hard golf. Yeah, difficult golf courses.
3: Uh, I like difficult conditions because. I do because okay. Because it's it's, it's a different game, right? Like you're yep. not so worried about your score. You're just trying to figure out how to play in crazy conditions. So I, I do kind of like yeah. that.
0: Yeah. You know what? I, and and Bob, I know you've probably played it, but like when was it? Back in the late 90s, whenever Congressional kind of had its first uh, picked up a, an open again. I um, can't remember who won that one. But
3: that there was, was when uh, Colin Montgomery lost to... Was it Ernie Els? Ernie Els, yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. Yep. If I remember right, the the uh if I the, the rough was like eight inches high. And they were it just crazy about how high the rough was. I actually played it like the week after they got the rough down to four inches. I shoot 78 from the back tees at, at the Congo. Nice. And, wow and considered this greatest round I've ever played. But you know what? I had more fun yesterday. Yep. <laughs> I mean, just like Andy was saying, it, you know, you're literally you got a hundred yard shot, and I'm going. Okay, I'm going to take a seven iron, and I'm going to keep yep. it about ten feet off the deck, and hope to spin it in there a little bit. And
3: yeah, you kind of lose your expectations, and you you just have fun trying to trying to figure it out. Yeah.
4: Which is kind of what we saw this past week at the Wells Fargo. I mean, crappy. Oh, a
3: Segway am i the king now boom segue <laughs> the throne has been taken <laughs> that, that,
0: that that well is... now that you got it Brenton, just take it just 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 yeah. run with
3: it
4: <laughs> well i mean what i what i wrote about on pga.com shameless shameless plug on okay. top on top of the segue <laughs> um i i really think what the pros do better than any one of us except maybe for you last at your your event today and uh was they just trust their game so much and they have patience and i wrote about that about the art of patience in golf and i think that's the big separator you know beyond talent beyond you know mechanics beyond short game is being able to just grind in tough conditions and in Andy you're right I mean and when you're when we face those challenges we kind of let some of the stuff that we normally hang on to go and and these guys are just so good at it and scores scores just you shouldn't look at score it's like at a U.S. Open where three or four over wins score is meaningless at that point It's, it's just playing in those tough conditions and being able to you know, advance the ball and put it in the hole. And I, I didn't watch Sunday, uh, but I did watch Friday and Saturday, which seems to have been the worst of uh, what they were dealing with, with the rain and with the cold and everything. And, uh, I mean, I think that's the thing that, at least from last week, that the amateur golfer can take more than anything else, take from that is how these guys just are patient and they trust
0: yeah, I mean, you had you had tour players hitting at like what 250? So on, on I mean, busting t shots. Yep. And, and being up here in the Mid Atlantic, uh, the conditions up here last th- over this weekend. I'm surprised they actually got the rounds in. I mean, the rain yeah. was insane, and yeah, it was it was brutal, brutal conditions.
3: Yeah, and I th- I think like anything else though, like some do handle it and some don't. I mean, Jason Day couldn't handle it you know? Yeah. Some do and some don't. And, and I think the major point is the ones who do approach it the right way and have the right attitude. Those are the ones that, that end up, you know, kind of performing under those conditions.
0: Yeah. I, I, and again, I just want to bring it back to me. Um, so there was, (laughs) there was multiple times I stood there and I'm like, okay. If I hit this shot, it's going to balloon up into the wind and I got, I got to take something le- less with less loft. I got to try to knock it down even more, even though I'm, I may be playing a shot from like a hundred yards, but like I said, I'm hitting seven iron sometimes yep. from a hundred yards, just to, just to nip it and get it underneath the breeze. Because if it gets up any higher, I hit this one five iron, this thing would up in the air. It looked like a, like a lob wedge. and came back at me at one yeah. point.
3: Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Yeah, that's kind of the way that goes.
0: That's, wow. But that,
3: you know, that's
2: always, uh, you know, you can you can sort of check your game against the conditions. Uh, I, I remember, you know, some tour players like Jack Nicholas would say, hey, when the weather was bad, half the field or more would just check out. It, it narrows the field because everybody's so concerned with that. I used to love to play in bad weather. The worse weather, the better for me. Loved it, thrived on it. I just thought it was the greatest thing. And um, can also put a plug in for this month is, Amateur golfers don't realize how much wind affects the ball month.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's,
2: that's, a a good, that's,
3: that's a good month, Bobby.
2: <laughs> well, we're we're adding on to the month of hit, a, hit one extra club. So in there concert with that, um, you just don't realize you have. There's just no. There's so many people who realize the effect of wind, even on a chip shot, a pitch shot,
0: um, and a it's putt. just it, in a yeah. I had, yeah. I can't tell you how many writers, you know, national sports writers that happen to be at this thing, you know, shout out to Mike Kern from the, from, you know, here in Philadelphia area known Mike for a number of years. I mean, he's literally, Mike's not a man tall of stature, shall we say, but he's sitting there and he's like, he goes, dude, I almost got blown off the golf course. He goes, I'm hitting putts. And he goes, and they're literally getting blown like four or five inches to the left. It's, yep. it was crazy.
2: Yeah, I played the Bermuda Goodwill one year, years ago. It was so windy on the 16th hole of Port Royal. I literally, absolutely, seriously feared I was going to fall into the, into the ocean. And they wouldn't let planes land on the island of Bermuda. That's how windy it was. Wow. That was a tough one.
3: I'll tell you, one of the interesting things about playing in the wind, though, is, you know, the the – some people get very simplistic at the way they think about it. Right. And, you know, crosswinds are one thing, but downwind and into the wind, downwind does not help you near as much distance wise as no. in the wind hurts. You. Nope. Yeah. Um, and people don't realize that. And there, there are all sorts of, of necessary decisions, you know, Alan, to your point where, you know, it's not a simple equation. It's not like, okay, the wind's blowing 20 miles an hour. That's two more clubs. No, that's not the way it works because you know, two clubs at full speed could mean that ball ballooning up in the air and going nowhere, right? Right. So, so the play is to go three clubs or maybe even four, swing it slower, keep the ball lower with less spin. It's it just it's a lot it's a lot to consider. Um a lot more than people make it out to to be.
4: Especially your loft more lofted clubs downwind, those are those are frightening to me. Hitting really a fifty-six hard. or fifty-two or a sixty, you know, full out. So it, it's and and I don't know. Maybe maybe thinking back to this past week, um, you, obviously into the wind, you're going to see guys trying to keep stuff low and knock it down. But I would even beg to say that you know when you're downwind, you might want to have the same recipe,
3: right? Because because especially like you said, those short irons. You get those things up in the air. The downwind takes them out of the air, yeah, and gets them falling down to earth quicker than than it should. So well, it's it's not easy.
0: Well, the only comparison I have to Max Homa, who won, by the way, is that we're both have a, a Twitter handle, and uh, and he's he <laughs> is by beard. far the best. Okay, and you both you both have a good beard. He, he does, does have a really good beard. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of like it. But um, not, anyway. <laughs> but Sea View, shout out to Sea View. We're gonna let's, let's I'm gonna try to segue here, Brendan, um, a little bit to the to the. They just did a seven hundred thousand dollar renovation. Um, in time, it's actually supposed to open. It's their grand opening is supposed to be Thursday down there, uh, just in time for the for the tournament. Um, Celine Boutier was out there as the defending champion for the media yeah. day. The golf course, it's a 1914 Donald Ross design. I mean, it is as fun a golf course, 6,400, 63, 6,400 from the back tees. But God bless Ross. I mean, let's talk about Donald Ross for a second. I mean, yeah. I, I love Donald Ross's design. I'm bumping shots in there because it was the only way to play shots. <laughs> tr- Playing it, play it short as you're talking about, I'm just going to try to play the ground game and get it get it on the ground yeah. and try to roll it up.
3: Yeah. I mean, if you want to get nostalgic to me, that was the golden age of golf course design, Mm -hmm. you know, the turn of the century to about 1920. um, Some of the, my favorite courses in the, in the, in the world really have were done in that time period. And, and uh, Ross is at the top of the heap. I mean, he's awesome.
4: I'm not I'm not a big architect guy. Um, but I've been tasked with an article on on Perry Maxwell as we got the PGA coming up uh yep. next week. And just diving in on Wikipedia, he he's part of that that era and that group oh, yeah. of guys. And yep. he's I couldn't believe the amount of projects that he had, not just stuff that he's done, he did himself in Oklahoma and in, you know, in that area. But redesigns, and he he worked with Mackenzie on Augusta on a couple of holes. I was reading. Yep. Um, but you're you're right, Alan. Those and Andy that that era the those <laughs> nostalgia is a good word. You know.
0: Well, uh, what yeah. I find amazing about it is how relevant. I mean, granted, let's take the uh, Ross's Pinnacle, obviously Pinehurst number two, right? They've made it continue to make it relevant because of they've been able to add distance. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you look at the just the mounding and the and the mounding in the greens and, and in Pinehurst, obviously, everything's kind of camelback. There was a couple of times we're talking about while we're going around Seaview that, you know, look at look at this false front or look at the mounding 50 yards in front of the green that gives you that messes. I think it was the tenth hole. I'm hitting my approach, and I didn't realize I had another 50 yards yeah. past the bunkering because the bunkering was is built up and on, on with a mound. It, it's just it's amazing what he does with depth perception. There's obviously not Alistair McKenzie, another huge fan of him, his his work. But I mean, it's amazing what those old time architects did with what they had to work with.
3: Yeah, just, just think how much Donald Ross put thought about people using Bushnells when he was designing those golf courses.
0: <laughs> well, there's a, there's a funny segue because I got to tell you a story. So we played number 16. We're coming off. We're going to number 17. So a really short little par three. And they're, they're bringing uh, Celine out to meet every one of the groups. So she's riding backwards. We just happen to be the first group she comes to. <laughs> and she steps up on the tee by the way coolest person it really enjoyed uh, chatting for a few minutes I'm gonna play a couple minute tape I had with her later in the day here in a second that you guys can comment on but one of the first questions goes well how far do we have Did anybody got a laser
3: <laughs>
0: I'm like are you kidding me <laughs> there's the there's the plate on the ground pins about 10 yards looks back on the back of the grid I said it's playing 94 and a half
4: yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, to, to that point, we had at one of our junior tournaments this past Saturday and a little girl in the seven to nine age group, uh, her father said, you know, she, she only had one shot that she didn't hit well. She lasered it wrong and it was a 75 yard shot and she hit a mound be- behind the green that was 90 yards. I'm like, you can't you can't tell. And yeah. I don't think kids I think they're so in tune with grabbing that. Shooting it and going by whatever pops up on the thing, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you
2: know, my wish is the next TV special is tour tour event with tour players, no yardages, no nothing. It's Ben Hogan. It's eyeball it. Maybe maybe there's a
0: 150
2: bush like when we all grew up. Do I sound like that old guy, Andy?
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, Bobby, you would have appreciated there. There was literally, you had the 200 marker, 150 marker, 100 marker. There wasn't even half the heads weren't even. Le- so I'm, I'm wandering around getting blown around by the wind trying to, I'm just looking for a head that I could get a gauge off of.
3: Well, when the wind's blowing 25, yeah. that becomes less and less of a, oh, yeah. of, of a thing. Right. But I mean, I got to tell you, I, I can't, I can't play a serious round of golf without my laser.
0: Wow, I can't. But that's—I guess—that's why he's a stick.
3: That's true. Yeah, I suck right now. By the way, (laughs) that's we we won't segue into that.
0: Love the confidence.
3: Isn't this week your club championship? Oh yeah, that's this week. Okay, okay, good. I had another tournament last week. You know that didn't go very well either. So, well,
0: let me let me let me do this. Let me bring in my. I'm going to play this for you guys. Uh, My conversation with Celine Boutier. The defending champion uh, of the Shoprite LPGA Classic, and I'm telling you right now, I want to talk about I want to talk about her ability here in a second because I wouldn't put it past her to maybe repeat next month. And we are joined with Celine Boutier. Always good to see you again. How you doing? Good, you hit you? a great little shot there out on the. We saw each other on number 17 today. He threw a nice little wedge in there. We didn't make neither. Neither of us made. Unfortunately, made the putt, but. What do you think of the new golf course changes here at Seaview?
1: Um, I think the changes are pretty subtle. Like, they're not, you know, something that's major that's going to, you know, strike up when you, like, see the course. But I think they're definitely there. Like, the bunkers look definitely bunkers a Bunkers look more amazing, even, don't they? Yeah, yeah and uh, smoother. So that's going to be good. Uh, just looks a little bit uh, more manicured overall. And I haven't really played it. I've just hit a few shots here and there, and I haven't hit any bunker shots. But I'm definitely going to be looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing more when i come back in a few weeks
0: well you're around last year you didn't hit a lot of bunker shots either because you're you're throwing them really tight for most of the the tournament that i saw but um you know one of the things i heard you mentioning earlier during the the, the A is you said that the golf course kind of sets up for yourself because you're a strong iron player i see that as the golf course it's smaller greens the ability to hit it accurately with your approach shots um you got to be optimistic again next month when uh, when the tournament starts to, to defend.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm trying not to have uh, too, too high of expectations when I, I, I come back. I feel like, obviously, I've liked the discourse uh, from the start, and I know it's um, an advantage it's just because it's, uh, you, like you said, you, you have to be an accurate iron player to be uh, able to score out here. Uh, but I'm just going to try to, you know, take it one at a time. And I think the best uh, thing for me is just, um, you know, to give myself as many changes as I, as I can and make as many as birdies as I can.
0: Excellent. Appreciate you spending just a little bit of time. No we'll see you next month.
1: Sounds good. Good luck. Thank you.
0: Thank you.
3: Andy. I, I love mean, those girls.
0: Uh, they're, they're awesome. They're she's, so, she's like five foot five. I mean, talk so about the personal. wind blowing somebody over. Yeah. She's like five foot five. And she even said, she goes, she goes, okay, she goes, I love it. This was interesting. Goes to our whole conversation. She goes, I love it when it's breezy. But this is a little excessive.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> a great iron player, small yeah. greens. You have to be accurate with your approaches. It kind of sets up for a player of her with her type of game. And what I want to make you know for all everyone out there listening to us, talk about a player that's quietly sneaking up the lead up the world rankings. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I may get this wrong. I, I know we she's at seventeen now. But when she won that, I think she was at 67 or 57. And she also was telling, going on to tell me, you know, when we were sitting out on the golf course chatting a little bit, she'll play in 30 events this year. That's a lot. She's actually played the most rounds out yep. of anybody on tour this year. And she's, um, she's currently sitting at number two in, uh, in earnings. So wow. keep an eye out for, for her this year. I mean, she's, She's steady.
4: She's got no, the best combo. She's got that combination that's atypical of the men's game that makes makes the women rise to the top in the women's game, which is I think she hits like 75, 76 percent of her greens. And her, I think she's top two or three in in putts and greens and regulation. So that combination of hitting yeah. greens and, and and making the putts. That's that's what gets victories, and that, and even and if it's not a victory, it, you're you're there. You're, you're always there.
0: there. And that's what Andy's going to do this week at the, at his club championship, for right. sure. <laughs> but I mean, Andy, you got anything to add about? Uh,
3: no, I, I I think I think it's it's another example, and we've been talking about this the last few weeks of the awesome golf courses that the LPGA, you know keeps having their events on. I mean, those, those Wilshire country club, and I mean, they, they, (laughs) it it just is better. It's better viewing. It's, it's better for the, for the golf, for the golfers. It just, it's awesome to see them play such great golf courses. And, and, you know, there's not that many Donald Ross courses that get played on television. So that's I think it's true awesome.
0: yeah. yeah and actually i mean this year they're actually going to have two hours the two hours of the final round is going to be on uh prime time i think it's uh, i don't i think nbc's got the contract on it but i mm-hmm. mean that's huge that's huge that they're getting their due they're getting the recognition they deserve <laughs> i had some great conversations with the folks that you know the, the the marketing and promotions team that uh telling them that we want you know we're we're 110 behind the lpga tour so you know, Golf Talk Live is going to take it on the road a few more times to uh, to attend some of their events, and just because I want to see if my games, you know, can travel there. Bob,
2: <laughs> oh, your game travels uh, nicely. Yeah, <laughs> especially <laughs> if you pick the right partner.
0: <laughs> oh, like you're coming Christian.
2: with me. Uh, I've come along, and we'll get Christian there. Okay. okay.
0: Yeah, but oh, yeah. By the way, we do want to make a note since Christian's not here to defend himself. My team did extremely well without Christian there. Yep. So therefore, it's so facto. <laughs> Clearly, it was me,
3: not <clears throat> and Christian not him
0: that got it done. That's all I'm saying.
3: All the right. Logic, so logic would tell you that that's
0: the case. Correct. I just want to make a couple of uh, one other quick point. We probably. Uh, Went a little too far on that one, but U.S. Open qualifying is going on, guys. Lots of great stories coming out of locals working their way to sectional. Big Mike made a lot of he made uh, made news last year. Played around with qualified for a PGA Tour event there down in Tampa, I believe it was. Yep. Played with Justin Thomas. Uh, he's qualified, made it through uh, locals. Thanks. But the coolest story I've seen is Parker Cody, yep. Charles Cody's grandson, makes two aces. Yeah, he's a senior at the University of Texas. <laughs> makes two two digit uh, ones on his card to qualify to get his uh, get through the sectionals, and theref- and miss a seven way playoff by one shot. He,
3: he missed big. the playoff.
0: No, he he finished. He four, there was five spots open where he was qualifying. Oh, got, it. got it. He shoots sixty nine. The playoffs at seventy, but he has two ones on his card.
3: So, so I played a tournament at that course a month and a half ago. Um, and that, as, as one of my friends said, he goes, this course has the five worst holes I've ever played in my life. <laughs> but I was looking at the card and, and uh, I was not surprised to see he had, you know, several birdies. He had two hole-in-ones and a bunch of bogeys on that card as well. So. Well,
0: I said it was windy as hell. Probably yeah. not as windy as Seaview, but it was windy. Yeah. I mean, you know, a, wind, there was a wind another good, blow down there.
4: There was another good story I saw about a qualifier. Oh, really? Yeah. There was a guy that lost his fantasy football league. Did you see this one? I did not. And was, he was forced to play in the US Open qualifier and he proceeded to shoot 112.
1: Oh, I did. I think I, did I, think
4: see I saw that, that on Barstool or something. And I was like, wow.
3: That's an interesting story. I did yeah, see that one. I'm sorry. I want but... to get into the event. Yeah, that's that's. I you be know the last one he gets into. He would have had oh, to declare sure. himself.
0: He would have had to declare himself as a professional. That would him. be the only way because he wouldn't
4: have had an established handicap. Uh, what is it, two point five or something that you need to be? Or he could have had a twenty five.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 I know people have gotten that letter.
3: That's, that's golf bro bullshit to me. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: please, please. Uh, how's that letter go? Please, please consider trying to qualify once again when your game uh, warrants, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Did you get that letter Alan? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> 1993. Um <laughs> actually truth it was 1994 and my (laughs) ex-wife was carrot was caddying and found out the next day she was pregnant with andrew
3: (laughs) that's awesome that's a memorable round (laughs) and she put the
0: bag down on like 14 she said you carry it yourself
3: (laughs) (laughs) so it's andrew's fault
0: it was andrew's fault (laughs) yeah Funny. I mean, come on. I did shoot it was like 78. I didn't, I didn't like chop it, chop it. Anyway, uh, let's get to the big story, guys. Who wants this one first? I mean, did you see this? Did you, the PGA Tour has denied. I'm going to read the statement and then I'll open it up. Whoever wants to take it, Andy's probably chomping at the bit at this one. And the statement, and I quote, says, We have notified those who have applied that their request has been declined in accordance with the PGA Tour tournament regulations. As such, tour members are not authorized to participate in the Saudi Golf League's London event under our regulations. It goes on to say, as a membership organization, we believe this decision is in the best interest of the PGA Tour and its players. Go ahead, go for it boys, who wants it?
3: No, I, I I'll I'll start, and I don't have a whole lot to say, but I just I just feel like like it's clearly obvious that they feel legally confident that they can do this, right? And I think up to this point, you know, that's been kind of the the take is that you know they can't stop people from doing this. They're independent contractors. Clearly, they think they can, so this is going to probably be fought in the, in the courts, I think.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, well, I have mixed, I have mixed feelings. I mean, I, I don't know why it had to get to this point because of the fact that they are independent contractors. I, I know that things have been said and, and maybe some feelings have been hurt and flames have been stoked. and I, but at the end of the day, these guys should be able to decide where and when they want to play. And I, that, that's how I feel from that standpoint. However, there's some people I won't mind seeing go away <laughs> <laughs> because of the way they handled, these, handled this. You know, I, I was really getting to like Sergio. I really, really was. No, no mas. And then what he said was unnecessary for him to say that. You know, it, he got a bad ruling. But he didn't have to vent like that. He knew that those cameras and that mic was hot. He knew that. So that I don't like. But at the same token, I just don't. I don't think this should have went this far. I really don't.
2: I mean, you could see this was coming down the pike for a while. The mass pike, maybe Andy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was. Uh, it was. You got big egos, but uh, I agree with Andy that. I think the tour must feel really confident on the legal side. Uh, I totally agree with with um, with Brendan that you know the. I always thought that fifteen event rule was really the the big criteria. Like, you know, yeah. lines did to fifteen. That was that was going to be big, and that maybe the tour might say, I don't know, maybe they might just allow this first one and sort of test the waters. Um, I was a little surprised they they said no. I thought this one they might say no, but the next one coming up was going to be the biggie. So,
3: so, just to be clear, are they saying no to the one in England?
0: Uh, or, well, or the I one mean, in the US? That, the one in England is the one they had to file for. Had,
3: yeah, when was the it? By, one. The
0: 20, by April 26th, they had to file 45 days out according to the tour regulations. Right. Right. And they're denying that one, but we haven't got to the next date, deadline for the next date. I don't, we don't know if people have filed right. for exclusions for mul- multiple ones. To, to Brendan, to your point, though, you know, my shameless plug as I broker golf courses for Collier's International, I am a uh, I'm an independent contractor technically with Collier's, but I have an agreement with Collier's that Correct. I have to yeah. honor and, and fulfill, et cetera, et cetera, adhere to their policies and so forth. I can't go broker a golf course under X, Y, Z. And there's some regulatory issues, obviously, because where my license is hung and what have you. But as an independent contractor, you can still put stipulations. I have a prediction. My prediction is if they do leave the tour, they can come back to the tour. But the tour is going to say, great, come through as a Monday qualifier.
4: Mm. And, and I understand from that aspect what, what you're saying. It's just it, it, you go by past history, mm-hmm. and, and again, I'm not super well versed in all this. Maybe it's not the case, but if somebody wants to go play in the Sun City or you know they some of them. these,
3: uh, yeah.
0: So they clearly, they clearly. I mean, whether it's the big egos, like like was said, or or it's just the fact that they clearly feel that there is a threat here by the Saudi golf league.
1: I don't know. Is it a
4: threat, or is it things that have been said? Right.
2: <laughs> you know, well, you know, Greg Norman's have a long history to try to do something like this back to Fincham, and maybe there's, uh, yeah, there's quite a bit of water under that bridge. So, I, I think it's, you know, it's a, it's a, I don't know, th- maybe threats a competitor is maybe the better wording. Um, I don't know if it's a threat. I don't know if you look back. You know, across sports, the when the AFL started with the NFL, when the WHL started against the NHL, you know, there's been other competitive uh, competitors threats, I guess. And hell, oh, the USFL's
0: back. USFL, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: <clears throat> you know, they could go the route. I I've rekindled some of my fond memories as a child of watching WWE and I've really gotten into it again. Just gonna say that. I was gonna say the <laughs> <laughs> they could go the Monday night wars that used to have between you know WWF and WCW, we could do that. That would be fun. <laughs> Uncle <Mania> running Wild.
2: <laughs> Put them in the bunkers. Get them out. Well, up.
3: well since those events are only 54 holes. Maybe they could play those on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. and There you go. Problem PGA solved. See? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh,
0: there's there's golf Talk commission. Live is the great facilitator <laughs> of the golf world.
4: Andy's got to get Greg Norman on the show.
0: Yeah, seriously.
3: Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> great. That's, Thanks, be- that's because I-, I said on live video that Christian could beat him. So. <laughs> well, maybe he can. He would not take too kindly to that. Oh, I guarantee you, Christian can beat him. Guaranteed.
0: Okay, well, that just reaffirmed. He's not going on the yeah. show
3: now. <laughs> <just did> <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: any final thoughts on this? I mean, it's, I'm telling you, like I said at the onset of the show, it's going to be blowing up the Twitter feed tomorrow. Everybody's getting...
3: I saw Martin Keimer registered. You know, a two-time major winner. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was something that they were they were trumpeting a little bit. Um, Keimer,
0: Sergio, uh, Ian Poulter, we Westwood, with... obviously Phil, and that's it. That's the the extent of what
3: uh, I heard. It, is it? Is it? Anything more than a coincidence that those guys are all in their late forties to? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, we we
0: we. I think we've been saying it all along. It's going to be the guys at the latter half of their career. It's going to be the corn ferry tour players, and it's going to be journeyman pros. That's yep. what you're going to get. Yeah. Until the jealousy factor kicks in, you look over and you see that the, the John Doe, who's a chop, who you can't can't carry your clubs. It just made a you know five million dollars, and I'm battling out on the PGA tour, um, and I made maybe a million. What was me? No, I wasn't on obviously last week, but you guys
4: did talk about maybe it was Christian that said that about television deals. What is there any? Is anybody picking this up to to televise these? Or I the-
0: thought I saw something about was it YouTube or Yahoo Sports? Somebody's going to try to stream it or something.
3: Al Jazeera.
2: I think Golf Talk Golf Talk Live is uh, in negotiations. Did you just really say? Al Jazeera?
3: I did say Al Jazeera. We'll stream it, yeah, Bobby. We'll stream no, it.
2: Golf Talk Live is uh, in negotiations, and Alan, I cannot deny or confirm reports my name has been bandied about. Um, I'm here <laughs>
0: to tell you, that I'm, I'm staying with Golf Talk Live. Bobby, I'm not gonna. Bobby, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was talking to some big media guys down at Seaview. I got dirt. I heard. I already heard about that. No, no comment. No comment at all. <laughs> my people say no comment. We were, we were going to talk off air about the, you know you making the leap.
3: Why do you think his video is turned off? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go uh, in my normal spot. All right. So, hey, next week's show, I can already tell you by then the fireworks will have, uh, been, uh, been lit and fired and set off. I'm sure there'll be some, uh, good back and forth between live and the PGA tour. And more importantly, we'll know about Andy's uh, outcome for his, uh, club championship. We'll get to preview of the PGA championship. Uh, we get to see Phil again. That's, <laughs> that's, that's interesting in itself, but, uh, Andy, I've denied you the last two weeks, so I'm going to give you the opportunity to don't be that guy.
3: (laughs) You're going to give me that without preparing. Yeah. You know what? I got, I got so many don't be that guys built up.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll, I'll admit, I actually walked down in the range myself and grabbed a golf ball and hit. So I already was that guy, but go ahead. What do you got?
3: Oh, that's terrible. Um, All right. So, so, my don't be that guy of the week is going to be, you know, kind of the rule, the rules junkie, right. Where, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to relate this to my last point as well. Um, you know, there's so many guys, golf bros, especially who love to call rules and fractions on their buddies while they're out playing these, these gambling games on the golf course and they all suck and they can't break 90. And, and, you know, they're all, calling penalties on each other. And, and uh, the rules are complicated enough. And, and certainly when you're playing with your buddies, you don't need to be calling, you know, stupid penalties on your friends. Um, So that's my, don't be that guy. Now I'm going to follow that up with my final point, which is as much as Sergio is a pain in the ass, the worst thing the usga did with their rules changes is changing the the ball searching time from five minutes to three minutes yes and and the reason they did it and i know this for a fact because i spoke to one of the usga guys is that all those rule changes that they made they made primarily to speed up play right and nobody nobody pays attention people who are out playing recreational golf don't pay attention to to five minutes, three minutes, 10 minutes. It doesn't matter to them. The only people that that hurts are tournament players. And they totally swung and missed at that one, in my opinion.
2: Good call. Agreed. Yep.
0: Bobby, what you got? Final thoughts.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, oh, not, not, don't be that guy. No. Oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, um, I was preparing for uh, Don't be That Guy, so I got to...
0: Well, that could be your final thought if you'd like to.
2: Well, just get back to uh, what we talked about earlier. I mean, I think some of this show should be helpful to amateur golfers playing golf. And um, yeah, I want to beat the drum. I want to beat the dead horse. But as far as playing in the wind, um, you have to realize how much that affects your club selection. So uh, I was going to just... Talk about don't be that guy that uh, seven years ago uh, you were playing pretty good and you were at 150 yards you hit a nine iron flush downwind downhill so now every 150 you're nine iron no you're not it's uh, it's uh, every time you step up to any shot it's a different shot so um, just take that go back to the one club one more club month and uh, realize how much the wind affects the ball flight
0: and you'll uh, get better scores. I hit 8-iron, Bob, not 9. Bob, Brennan, go ahead. Uh, final thought, I really, really want
4: to see Harry Higgs or Sam Ryder win this week at, uh, in Texas at the Byron Nelson. I, yep. I want nothing more than one of those two guys, or both, actually, to, to have a breakthrough because I think both of them, you know, they already are, um, especially Harry, but they're just great personalities that, that can do a lot for the game. So that's my final thought.
3: And I know with Christian not being here, he agrees with you 100%. He loves Harry Higgs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, we'll go ahead and throw Christians in for him, which is continue to follow us on social media. We're doing this for you guys. I actually, I will combine that with mine by saying my, to my uh, cart riding partner, Tom, enjoyed it. Uh, great time uh, yesterday playing down in Seaview. We had a few laughs. He's a uh, former uh, Golf Channel executive, and we both agree that, it, that shows like these, that uh, they're, they're meant to entertain. We hope we've, we've provided some people some chuckles. We like to laugh at our own selves, but they're also meant for education. And as Bobby said, you know there's a wealth of, of golf talent, uh, maybe not here, but joining me, that uh, uh, can provide some great insight into the game, uh, the instruction into the game. And uh, I guess my true final thought is: y- get out and watch an LPGA event. You really, absolutely owe it to yourself. They're so engaging, and the talent of the bill, uh, those ladies, is immense. And that's all I got. And since Christian is not here, Andy, this weekend especially, hit it long and straight because it's better than hitting it short and crooked.
4: You only have one opportunity to sell your golf property.